So, right before I start recording this piece of shit, I find out entirely too late that I am out of chilled tequila. So, my lazy, stupid ass decides to take a few shots of that room temperature stuff. I cannot recommend that at all. You're going to have a real bad time. Welcome to a sloppy little episode of the Atomic Skull podcast. To everyone, except people who don't like Carl Weathers in something. I don't care if it's Apollo Creed. And these aren't even in my fucking notes. Dude was Apollo Creed. He was Colonel Al Dillon, High Magistrate Grief Karga, Club Pro Chubbs Peterson, Action Jackson, and my favorite role he played, an obnoxiously cheap and outlandish version of himself in my favorite comedy show of all time, Arrested Development. I think... In honor of him passing, you throw on the first few Rocky movies, Happy Gilmore, a couple of episodes of The Mandalorian, and baby, you got a stew going. My name is Matt, and I just finished, an hour or so ago, my first week at the new gig. And it is wild in the way that it is not wild at all. I hope that makes some sense to you. Because it doesn't make any fucking sense to me. And I'm the one saying it. I got something really amazing for you guys that is so damn good coming up next week. And it is well worth waiting that extra week for. Count on that. But today, I just wanted to talk a quick little bit about how weird it is for me. Not only working at home but working a good old-fashioned Monday through Friday ham and egger. And I want to apologize ahead of time because this whole thing is going to be more of a thought salad. And how do I put it? It's I'm not going to guarantee a hell of a lot of punchlines. It's just shit that's on my brain, okay? And if that doesn't sound too much like your particular brand of vodka, the good news is that the episode is going to be short. And I also can promise that somewhere in here, I will throw in a solid B, B plus fart joke. That's the challenge I'm giving to myself this week. So, of course, the new gig has been amazing. Working from home is a breeze. And it is every bit as great as I thought it would be. But I don't think I was quite prepared for how much of a culture shock working from home was going to be. And it hit me hard before my first shift even started. The first day I was in the shower less than 10 minutes before I had to clock in. And when I noticed that, I kind of freaked the fuck out. I know that sounds crazy, but it felt straight up fucking weird, man. And then at the end of the day, when the shift was over, and I felt this like every day this week, I don't really know what to do with myself, right? I walk out and I'm in my living room and I already don't have pants on. That right there 
eliminates the first 30 minutes of my usual after work routine. And then because I've been doing chores and shit during my lunch to get myself on my feet, that eliminates the next 30 minutes of my usual after work routine. But that part isn't the strangest part, you guys. You know what the strangest part has been? The guilt. I couldn't tell you how or why or how long it'll last, but I feel incredibly guilty for this whole fucking thing. Maybe it's because my beautiful wife, Mrs. What's-Her-Name, still kind of has a shitty schedule with her job. Maybe it's because I'm not used to having so much free time after work during the daylight or because this is something I've wanted for so long and it's actually happened. Maybe it's because I'm not getting yelled at by customers who don't know the name of the sex toy they're looking for, but also don't know how to describe it. That has happened to me multiple times, but I feel bad. And that right there is one of the many reasons I hate myself because I have fallen ass backwards into this amazing thing. And as grateful as I am, my jerk hut of a brain won't let me just fucking be happy about it. I think it's going to take a little while. And I just, at some point, I just hope it goes away. Also, I went a little overboard with the office snacks, which is a hot fucking take, but I'm still making it because I'm more than a little pissed at myself. I am definitely going through a fat shit phase right now, and it is hurting my waistline and my pocketbook, and I need somebody to send some help. The bad news about working at home, at least for someone who is mostly an introvert, is that it's so easy to just be home after you're off. One of the days after I was done and I clocked out, I just laid on my living room floor and stared at the ceiling for like 20 fucking minutes. Don't bother asking me why. It's the first time I think I have ever done that sober. I do get cabin fever from time to time, but it takes a while. So luckily, I'm self-aware of that enough to have some plans baked into the weekend and throughout the evenings in the coming weeks to get my ass in actual pants and get out of the house. No rush. The other bad news about working from home is that when you, you know, when you lose a little pressure while you're working, it's really hard to blame it on someone else. You can try to blame it on the dogs, but the way they look at you, they know you're full of shit. A little bit of gold star cleanup that I have here in my notes from the last couple of weeks. Firstly, easily my favorite way that I got, and I was reminded of this, of professionally saying, go fuck yourself, comes to you directly from the Bible Belt. I'm so mad that I did not remember this one myself. If you find that you are anywhere below the Mason-Dixon line and someone says to you, bless your heart, it is time to throw some hands and you need to make sure that your dukes are their hazard. And the nicer they say it, 
the harder they mean it. As far as the chores people hate doing the most, I got a lot of great answers on that. Thank you very much, as always. Cleaning the shower and dusting were the two that I got sent in the most by far. I got several of each. I won't lie to you. Those are two things that I most definitely do less than I should. So I'm right there with you on that. And then before I get out of here, I I don't want to do it. I don't want to fucking do it, but it is everywhere right now. And I feel like I have to talk about it. What won't NFL fans bitch about? I'm not going to make that a gold star question because I don't want to have to revisit this issue. But Jesus Christ, I can't go online and, you know, look at my usual big booty bitches without seeing people threaten to boycott the NFL because they're showing less than two minutes of Taylor Swift during a football game. My first thought when I read that, and I am reading it over and over again. Weren't you same motherfuckers supposed to be boycotting the NFL when people took a knee during the national anthem? Stop threatening to do something that you've already proven you're not going to follow up on. Why is it always so easy for men to get shitty with women for just living their lives? I don't really mean to sound like a feminist. You guys, trust and believe when I tell you that I could write a fucking dissertation on how much I hate women sometimes. And as much as I love her, if I knew someone with the balcony, I would go on it and give a Mussolini-flavored speech about how tired I am of seeing Taylor Swift everywhere. But all this girl is doing, right now at least, is going and seeing her boyfriend du jour at work. She's going to watch him play football for a while, like any of us would do. If I was dating Travis Kels, I'd be doing the same damn thing. She doesn't want the cameras or attention. She hasn't asked for that. She's just cheering him on and being supportive. How is it so many people are finding an issue with that? And, and instead of being upset at the NFL for being the ones who are giving her the attention and the airtime that she isn't asking for, fans are blaming her. What the shit? The fact of the matter is, you guys, and I looked it up because you know I fucking did. In the AFC Championship game, Taylor was on the screen for less than 90 seconds of a three-hour game. Maybe you should just quietly let this one slide because I can guarantee you 100% that you are not going to want to go toe-to-toe with those pumpkin spice white girls because they will chew you up and barf you out like the avocado toast they had for brunch. I understand how much that just perfectly tees up a Taylor song of the week, but I'm not going to do that because it is way too fucking easy. Luckily, football's almost over. Hopefully, in a week or two, Everyone can just get on with their fucking lives and complain about, for God's sake, literally anything else. What I am going to do for Song of the Week 
in honor of Wayne Kramer, who died the same fucking day as Carl Weathers. I hope y'all kept the receipt for 2024 because the best you're going to get at this point is store credit. Song of the Week is one of the hardest hitting, adrenaline pumping, chaotic rock masterpieces of all time. Kick Out the Jams by Wayne Kramer's band MC5. It is barely being contained right now in the Atomic Skull Podcast Songs of the Week playlist on Spotify. I fucking love that song. Next week, you guys, be prepared. It is going to be the start of a series that is the most appropriately inappropriate, filthy, raunchy, hysterical blast of episodes that I have had maybe ever. I am so excited about what is coming up. You guys are going to shit. I promise. I cannot wait to get back at you next week and get it started. Thank you, of course, to everyone out there for all of it, all the time, always. Your support and feedback mean the world to me, and I love you for it. Let's get out there and go kick February's ass. Apologies to my mother-in-law. And how are you doing? <laughs>